This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. We'll check in with the former New England Patriot Rodney Harrison on loan from Football Night in America. It's Mac Jones Week, unofficially Mac Jones Week. The standalone game tomorrow night, Patriots against the Falcons. And, oh, by the way, what would happen if the Patriots lost to the Falcons? What would we be talking about on Friday? Spending a lot of time, a lot of people talking about Steph Curry, now reclaiming the throne, best player in basketball, the leading candidate for the MVP. And Golden State goes to Brooklyn and takes down the Nets in spectacular fashion. Somebody's got to be the best team in basketball. Well, it's Golden State, at least for right now. And Clay Thompson has been given the green light to start playing five on five and let the games begin after uh, after Christmas. That's where I want to see where the Lakers are, where Golden State is. Is Kyrie going to be there? What happens with the Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks, 76ers? So still and a lot of uh, questions to be answered in the NBA. The uh, college football poll came out, and to no one's surprise, Cincinnati on the outside looking in. George, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, then Cincinnati, Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State. Notre Dame may look back on that loss. That game against Cincinnati could be as important as any game in the college football season because Cincinnati winning at Notre Dame is the reason why they're still in the, in the hunt in the conversation to be in the Final Four. If Notre Dame wins that game, Notre Dame is probably going to go undefeated. And Cincinnati would be out. And Notre Dame would be in the Final Four. We may look back on that and go, wow, because of that, maybe Cincinnati does get that chance to be in the Final Four. 
Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Staples Center got a new name, and it's going to happen around Christmas time. I don't know how it happened that quickly. Like mid-season, Staples Center gets a new name, crypto.com. Darren Ravel is on this topic, as only he can be, senior executive producer of the Action Network. Mid-season name change to the naming rights to an arena? How does that happen? I guess, Dan, uh, Staples is not selling enough paper. Mm. I mean, I mean, they did a lifetime deal after they did a, a big deal in 99 when it opened. They did this lifetime deal. Um, and you know what? I think part of it, and this hasn't come out yet, they didn't. They probably wanted out a little bit, oh. and and crypto. Obviously, these exchanges are going nuts, and they have a lot of money, and they're trying to compete, and that's what happens. Um, it's interesting to me because it's being reported as a seven hundred million dollar deal. It's like thirty five million dollars a year. This is the first time I've ever heard that a company has paid more money for something that was already named, right? Because there's this value of like, are you still gonna call it the Staples Center? You've been calling it the Staples Center for 21 years. I guess crypto.com didn't think that uh, there was going to be people that were gonna be calling it the Staples Center and think there's real value. Well, maybe you call it the crypt. Right, but then you're not calling it (laughs) crypto.com. But I I don't understand the value of this, and and that's why I want to have you on. You can help me understand this, because I know when I did SportsCenter, I purposely did not mention (laughs) a stadium that had naming rights. I just said, let's go to Baltimore, let's go to Chicago, wherever it might be. So how do you get your money's worth out of this? And where is that money going to? Is it just going to the Lakers' pockets and that's it, or is it – Improve yeah, things. It's, it's actually it's actually owned by uh, Phil Anschutz of Anschutz Entertainment. So it's AEG that owns the Staples Center. He is a part owner of the Lakers. Um, but you know what? I think it's always up to the individual company to make the value work, right? Like, so are they going to have like ATMs where you put in your dollars and then you get a receipt that you've turned it into Bitcoin? Uh, are they going to convert points into what the uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin price is? How do they do it? It's not good enough. I remember when when MetLife Stadium got its name and I was just doing this interview live on CNBC with the MetLife chief marketing officer. I said, how are you going to make this work? And he said something like, uh, you know, just give us a chance. And I'm like, you don't have a plan. You don't go to like your CEO and say, the reason we're spending 20 million is this is how we do it. I guess at that point he did not know. Then you're definitely wasting money. But uh, I think it's I think it's hard. Of course, everyone who invests in Bitcoin is applauding this. And everyone who, who just loves crypto is applauding this as just to go to show you that this is another way that we're big. I thought Shaq should have gotten involved and call it, you know, the Shaq. And, and, you know, people would have had fun with that. He's got enough money. I get Shake Shaq with Shaq and, you know, there you go. That, that could work. Although Shaq is now uh, his big chicken franchise is probably oh. going against Shake Shaq. Okay. All right. But you know, he- that's why you bring me on, Dan. I know all the deals. Like okay. if there's a conflict, I know all the deals. Okay. Will we have a day in our lifetime where Yankee Stadium is brought to you by Dodger Stadium is brought to you by. That's a tough one. I mean, uh, 
uh, we, we've gotten to Giha Field at Mile High. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know or or, or uh, at Arrowhead. I mean, it's, it's uh, it, it. You know, I think it would be something at Yankee Stadium. Um, but I think the Yankees would have to fall on hard times for that to happen. Yeah, but money trumps everything. It does. I mean, it if does. Staples is worth seven hundred million, what would Yankee Stadium or Dodger Stadium be worth? Nine hundred billion dollars. <laughs> uh, all right. So crypto.com, the crypt. What yep. could go wrong here? Uh, it could be like uh, Sponge Tech, which was sponsored was inside every uh, a major league baseball and NBA arena. And then all of a sudden it was like a scam. But I'm not saying crypto is a scam. I would say that. Uh, maybe the business of crypto isn't as frothy as it is right now. And, uh, you know, that that's probably what could go wrong. All right. If I say Lone Depot Park, whose stadium is that? Is that the uh, Lone Depot Park? I actually don't know. Who is it? Marlins. Did not know that. Go ahead. Keep going. Globe Life Field. Texas. Yes. The Brewers. American Family. The the Cincinnati Reds. Brewers. Oh. Wow. This is this is the um, um, if Darren is this if Darren Ravel doesn't know <laughs> exactly exactly Holy crap. Uh, Holy crap. First Energy Stadium. Uh, that is uh, the uh, uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Lumen Field. Don't and no idea. Never even heard of it. Seahawks. Okay. State Farm Stadium. Uh, that is the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Uh, TIAA Bank Field. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. All right. Okay, I did. I did okay. But listen, if I'm not a hundred percent there, yeah. You know, you you you. I think the folks at Lumen are withdrawing their money right now. Tide Pods. Field. That's fake. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this the anniversary of the Michael Jordan shoe? This is so this is the day in 1984 where Jordan walked on the court with the Air Jordans. He is pre he previously wore Air Ships, which was uh, the shoe that was banned by the NBA, but not really. Nike used that. It was a black shoe with with, uh, you know, the red swoosh that um, that was that Nike then said was banned by the NBA. And that caused all the marketing. But yes, against Dr. J on this day in 84, uh, he did wear the shoe. And by the way, there is no evidence in any article that anyone noticed it. Um, scored really? 16 points in a loss. Uh, but I collect tickets and I think you guys have it. Uh, I have a ticket from that game. Yeah, um, I think we're showing it now if you're watching uh, on Peacock. Which is, which is, which is interesting because as people are collecting tickets, there's 23 graded tickets of Michael Jordan's debut on October 29th, 84, there's only three of when he showed up in the Air Jordans for the first time. So I kind of like, I kind of like it. Tickets, tickets, collecting tickets has has certainly picked up in the last six months to a year. What would those uh, original Air Jordans go for? (sighs) 
Well, the earliest known Air Jordans just went where he wore them in a game. I think it was against maybe San Antonio, his fourth game. Uh, that just sold for like 1.1 million bucks. So the first ever Air Jordans, I think that's probably three or four or five million bucks. What other tickets are valuable now? People love the debuts. You know, Mickey Mantle debut sold for more than a hundred thousand. The Wayne Gretzky debut sold for a hundred thousand. I think you know the scarcity on things are of these are so. Uh, there's the numbers are so tight, right? Because like, what did you do with a ticket? Like before, you'd put it on the bulletin board, you'd put it on a in a scrapbook. But like, how did you keep these things over time? Um, so we got this week. We got Theismann's leg tomorrow. I have that ticket. Um, and then uh, I think on Saturday we have, I didn't give this to your boys, so hopefully you can see this one. Dan, what is this? 1982 Cal, uh, what is it? Oh, it's it's a Cal Stanford. Oh, the, the band is on the field. The band is on the field. And there's, on, there's only four of these, and I have one of them. I mean, this is, a, by the way, the, some of the good parts about tickets that you don't get on sports cards. McDonald's back the Bears. Like some of the old and obviously the more defunct. You know, if you get a Knicks ticket that has Crazy Eddie on it, uh, you know, or the defuncts. You know, some of these uh, old ads are kind of classic. What's the uh, white whale that you're looking for? Uh, I don't. I really don't want to say it. But <laughs> uh, no. But um, is it a what ticket is the- or? Uh- uh, so, so I did manage to get the Randy Johnson pulverizes the bird game. Very rare, very rare because it was a spring training game. And there are only 3000 people there. I did manage to get that. Um, I'm looking for, I mean, I'm looking for so many. I did get recently. I got the Flutie Hail Mary pass. Uh, very, very difficult. Um, but there's, I mean, that's what's, it's a search, right? Like with cards, you go on eBay, you type it in, you go, Oh, it's there, you know? Um, I'm trying to think of like what is the one. Oh, I did get the Lee Elia uh uh tirade from 83. The, you know, the Cubs when he when he when he's when he when he says to the fans like half the world is working, the rest <laughs> of you bums are on Wrigley Field. Like, can you imagine today that type of oh I, I did get the Dennis Green rant. They are who we thought they were, and we gave it right away. <laughs> uh, and I do, ha- and I do. I'm the only one. It's the only one that they've graded. I do have the uh, Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm uh, I'm forty. Come at me. I'm a man. I'm forty. Um, so the uh, I, okay. I am looking. I got it. I got it. I got it. I am looking as part of my rant collection. I am looking for the Jim Mora playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> I'm looking for. I'm looking for that. Um, you. You need help. Uh, you my need, wife. You so. need help. You need help. Um, uh, I think that's all I got for you. All right. It's great to talk to you. So I, I love seeing you. Thank you, buddy. That's Darren Ravel, senior executive producer of the Action Network and uh, Crypt, the Crypt there with uh, the Lakers. And then you run down these names of these stadiums arenas, ball fields, we don't even know who they are. We don't know what they are. I just wonder what you're getting out of that. Like there, And there are other tickets that I think would be interesting. You know, Tyson biting Evander Holyfield. And do you get the ticket without it being ripped is another thing. I mentioned this before, that I was slated to go to the Who concert in Cincinnati. 
coming down from Dayton. And uh, we had what was called a magic bus where we were taking uh, winners down to go see that concert. We got there and we saw the ambulances. We saw that there are people who died, the 11 people who died there. And I kept my ticket for the longest time. I don't even know if I have it anywhere, but it's not used. But, you know, that that tragedy there. But there's other tickets. The Miracle on Ice ticket would be certainly something interesting, I would say. Um, but there's so many tickets that you would go, boy, I wish I had a ticket to that. And I usually keep everything. I've kept just about every press credential. I go back to the early 80s covering the NBA Finals. Uh, you know, whether it's Belmont or Preakness, Stuff like that, boxing matches, Tyson, a couple of boxing matches there. Jordan, when he retired, I have my press credential for when I went to Chicago. They had a big ceremony. Then I sat down and interviewed him for SportsCenter. Um, but they're all over the, my, the doors that I have here in the man cave. I just kept all of those press passes and still have them. All right, when we come back, oh, the Jets are pl- Guess who the Jets are planning to start versus Miami? That'll keep you in your car. Also, the love for Mac Jones. Is Rodney Harrison buying into all the love for Mac Jones this week? He'll join us coming up 16 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Masterclass. Masterclass offers exclusive classes on a wide variety of topics. And they're all taught by world-class masters at the top of their fields. You got, didn't Steph Curry teach us how to shoot? Gordon Ramsay. I said to the Danettes, you want to learn how to shoot, you can either watch me or you can watch Steph Curry. It's awesome. It's so awesome how the way he breaks down, like just starting right at his feet. And he's like, see, if your feet are like this, you're going to miss. If they're like this, your feet have to be set like this. It's phenomenal. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons. So it's, it's, it fits into your life. Usually 20 lessons per class, 10 minutes per lesson. You decide when you want to use your phone, computer, tablet, smart TV, or there's an audio mode that you can just listen. There's over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors. Gordon Ramsay's going to teach you how to uh, cook. Mariah Carey going to teach you how to sing. Wouldn't it be great if Mariah Carey taught you how to shoot and Steph Curry taught you how to sing? This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. That's masterclass.com slash Patrick. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz vans built equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. According to ESPN, Joe Flacco will get the start for the Jets versus Miami. Zach Wilson is not 100%. Flacco's experience likely a big factor in the decision facing a blitz-heavy defense. Yes, Paul? The Mike White era is over? We said that the worst thing that could happen to Mike White is he played another game after throwing for 400 yards. Right? Then all of a sudden it's like, uh, Mike White is who we thought he was. Now Joe Flacco gets the start. Rodney Harrison loved playing against quarterbacks like that. The uh, Football Night in America analyst, two-time Super Bowl champ, and hopefully on the doorstep of being a Hall of Famer one day. Steelers taking on the Chargers Sunday night football. Rodney joins us on the program. Rod, how are you this morning? Good morning, Dan. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm curious how Bill Belichick would defend Mac Jones. Well, he's a rookie quarterback, and just like most rookie quarterbacks, and you've seen the Baltimore Ravens, you've seen Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings, you've seen the Patriots do the same thing against Justin Herbert. So they don't care. These defense coordinators don't care how good you are, how good of a young player you are. They're going to show you different looks. They're going to try to confuse you. They're going to pressure you. And that's what you're seeing from a lot of these defensive coordinators going against young quarterbacks. Zach Wilson is one of them. 
and you know even Joe, Joe Burrow. You see these defensive coordinators trying to co- create confusion and um, get these guys to throw interceptions, and that's what they've been doing. Are you all in on Mac Jones? The love for absolutely, Mac jo- yeah, Abs- absolutely. I've been I, like I thought that was the still of the draft. I mean, you know, when Kyle Shanahan had an opportunity, I think at the three spot or whatever to grab him, I was hoping that he didn't get him because I'm like, this dude fits perfectly. I mean, for him to be able to go in from Nick Saban's system to Bill Belichick's system and basically just change jerseys and, you know, two very similar guys that do things a certain way, I thought it was a blessing. But do you see, and I know this is a dangerous comparison, but let me compare it to Brady first starting with New England, Mac Jones first starting. Is Mac ahead of schedule from where Tom Brady was? I think, I think, I don't know about all that. All I know is this, this is a young, good player. He's a guy that works hard. He puts his team first. He cares about winning. He cares about preparation. He cares about doing all the little things. And I think you see the the Patriots are starting to come together as a team. All the fundamentals, all the little things that Coach Belichick teaches, these guys are starting to trust and believe in. And you, you're starting to see it. They're starting to win football games, Dan. Okay. This, this, let me just say this. This is a, a very good young quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's very tough on himself. And he stays in the moment. That's what they tell me. He's so focused and he stays in the moment that, you know, he's just, he's just a really good, smart football player, and they love him. Why do you think the Niners decided that they were going to take Trey Lance instead of Mac Jones? Probably public pressure. I mean, everybody wants to get into this. I need an athletic quarterback. I need an athletic quarterback. Yeah, he could run around, you know, and do all these incredible plays at times, but you need somebody that can sit in the pocket, read the defenses, communicate to the offense, get everybody in the right position, and sometimes that's not sexy enough. A lot of these, you know, coaches, they fall pressure, you know, fall to the pressure of the public, man. And when you get a guy like Mac Jones, who's smart, who puts the team first, who does things right, I don't see how you can bypass a guy like that. And ultimately, when you make a, a decision like that, it can ultimately cost you your job. Look, look what's going on in, in Chicago with Matt Nagy. I mean, how many times does he get to screw up a quarterback situation <laughs> and keep a job? Well, he might have gotten this one right with Justin Fields. Well, it's not like they're getting it right because they still haven't done a good job of putting an uh, offensive line in front of the guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's crazy. Well, that's why I always go back to Andrew Luckrod. And it, it's nice to have a $100 million quarterback, but if you got, you know, a 25-cent offensive line, then it's a poor investment. And I think Andrew Luck fell out of love with football. He was getting beat up. And he was still a very good quarterback, but he wasn't being protected. They finally got around to protecting him, and then he's like, I'm going to check out. I don't want to play anymore. And, and, and then think, think of this, too. I mean, just because you're a great football player doesn't mean that you want to play 20 years in the NFL. You know, guys have goals. Hey, I want to play 10 years in the league. I want to make my money, save my money, and move on and do something else. It's nothing wrong with that. And just because Andrew Luck was a household name, he's a big-time quarterback, he was the first pick overall, doesn't mean that he wants to stay in the league forever. You know, especially getting your brains beat out with a garbage offensive line. Is Ben Roethlisberger still a good quarterback? No. He's smart. You know, he can make, he can make some throws, but you can't depend on him. You don't know what he's going to give you every single week. I love Big Ben, and Ben should be in the Hall of Fame. I played against Ben. He's an ultimate competitor. But at this time and stage in his career, he's a guy that's leading those young guys. He's more of a mentor to him. But when I watch him play, he's, he's not very good. 
Is Brady better at anything now than he was five years ago? I think he's just really good at everything because, like, you know, when you talk to him, the rules have changed, which really helped the offensive players. He, you know, he has said, hey, man, defensive players can't do anything. The game's gotten easier. So the game has gotten easier because you can't put your hands on the guys. Anytime you throw it down the field, you bump a receiver, the flags are coming out. So he just always tells me, hey, man, I feel so bad for you guys because um, you guys can't play defense anymore. How would you defend Odell Beckham? How would I defend him? Yeah. I really don't have to defend him if the if if this team's not throwing him the ball. He's a talented young man. And I talked to him when he was in Atlanta in the preseason, Dan. The kid just wants to play football. He's not into all this other crazy stuff that he was into before. He just wants to go out there and play football. And it's going to take some time to implement in the offense. But to me, like, how hard is it to throw Eldale back on the screen? How hard is it to throw him a slant route? How hard is it to tell him to run a deep dig at 12 yards and come inside? Like, to me, all you have to do is give him an opportunity. And these offensive coordinators are making it so difficult with a guy with that level of talent. Just throw him the damn ball. That's all you have to do and give him a chance. But you look at the Rams, they're going all in. They're trading people. And they don't understand. Like, it comes down to chemistry. If you, if you have chemistry on your team, you're going to have a chance of winning. And also, you look at Matthew Stafford. What the heck is he doing? Is this the Matthew Stafford that we saw in Detroit? Like, what's going on with him? He can't just drop back and throw the ball up for grabs. Like, who does that? Well, normally, we didn't focus on Matthew Stafford playing an entire game because we didn't watch the Lions. Now, he's on display. And now people are, you know, tuning in and watching these throws. And now you're playing on a bigger stage. The stakes are extremely high. Super Bowl or bust. And I think that's what I want to watch the second half of the season. And if they make it to the postseason, there's certain guys, when they get to the postseason, they become a different player, whether that's good or bad. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of pressure's on Sean McVay because he traded, got rid of Jared Goff. And remember, these are the same dudes that gave Jared Goff over $100 million bucks. And then you, get, then you give up the house and you're getting rid of players. You don't have a first-round pick for the next three, four years. They better win. And the way Von Miller looked at times the other week, last week, he didn't look like, you know, the Von Miller that I'm used to seeing. So if I'm the Rams, I got a lot of question marks, and it starts with Sean McVay. Rodney Harrison, NBC Football Night in America, and, of course, won two Super Bowls with uh, the Patriots. Um, The defense being employed against Kansas City, what exactly is different this year than previous years of how teams are playing Patrick Mahomes? Well, before, I guess, teams, when they first didn't really know Patrick Mahomes, they came out and tried to blitz him and play man-to-man and all these different things. But most teams are just keeping two safeties deep and saying, Patrick, you know what? We know you want to throw the ball down the field. We're going to take away these um, these big plays down the field, and we're going to force you to go up and down the field, 8 to 10, 12 play drives, and see if you can stay patient enough to do that. And before, he said that was something that he struggled with. But like when I picked him, Kansas City against the Raiders, I just knew that Andy Reid would make the necessary adjustments. These, this is an offense that's been to the last two Super Bowls. Kansas City is going to be right there. I don't care how they're looking. Talk to Chris Jones. That defense is going to improve. But that offense is going to be right there at the end of the season, Dan. Where do you stand with the taunting rule with the NFL? I don't like it. I get it. I get it. You know, the rule is the rule, and players have to respect the rule. But at the same time, I've always said these are the best 2,000 players in the world. 
Like, come on, man. Like, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. You know, let them celebrate. Let them have fun. You know, that's what the game is about. Other players know because they've been on the receiving end as well. Like, we like to celebrate as players. And when somebody else is celebrating, you got to let them celebrate, give them their props, and keep it moving. But I just think the NFL needs to loosen up, man. This is, you know, this is the NFL. This is, We should be having fun, man. Shouldn't have to worry about no taunting. You didn't taunt. I didn't have to because, I mean, like, I hit you and hit you and <laughs> get back up and say, hey, I'm coming back to you. <laughs> hey, Dan, let me just say this, too. Um, let me just say this. Like, like, if somebody needs a shot lesson, they need to come to you. I mean, your jump shot is money. I remember us at Sam Flood's house, yeah. our old producer. We went out there for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and and Rodney was talking a lot, a lot of junk. And I said, Rod, like I'll, I'll go out, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna crush you. Like I got I was like I was I was mad at him. And we went outside, turned on the spotlight, and I I just I think I took a shot and it's in the air and I just kept walking to the house. I was so mad that you made me go outside. <laughs> I loved it. I'm the Tom Brady of backyard basketball. Man, let me tell you, I, I, we had some great times, man. I, 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 hey, I miss being in the studio with you, too. Oh, uh, I had so much fun with you and, and Tony. I mean, that, that's what made that so much fun is, and you talk about this with chemistry as a player and, and Tony as a coach, when you have trust in each other, it was just a lot of fun. And, and you guys came in and had the right approach. You said, treat us like rookies. We have to learn TV. And a lot of times people come in and they go, oh, I just put on a microphone and a suit and tie and talk. And uh, I just didn't want to sugarcoat it. I wanted to make sure you guys learned how to do it. And then you'd be teaching other guys who came in. So, you know, you guys listen. No, no doubt, bro. And we, we definitely appreciate it. And we would not have lasted. I mean, this is year 13 on that show. And, it, you know, wow. my role is a little different. I'm at the stadium, but. You know, to be able to do that show with you as long as I've done it and learn as much and absorb all of the knowledge and, and wisdom that you've given me, I definitely appreciate it. I know Coach feels the same way, Dan. What is it like, though, to be on the field and want to hit somebody? Like, do you get it? Is, it's awesome. Just like um, your boy I knocked out, remember it? Um, your, oh, McLovin. McLovin. Yeah, McLovin. <laughs> I destroyed him. Cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. Oh, my God. That was one of the great setups where we're like, McLovin's going to act like a quarterback, and then Rodney's going to act like he's going to hit you, and Rodney popped McLovin. That's a 15-yard flag if I've ever that seen one in my not, life. No, that was not. That was clean. And, and you know what? And It, it was probably <laughs> worth a $20,000 fine, and I was fine with <laughs> How much were you fined in your career? A little over 300000 after tax. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one that was absolutely worth it? Oh, Jerry Rice. And you know what? It was amazing that they would find me a game check. And back then, I think the game check was a hundred and maybe twenty thousand dollars. So it was some really good money, especially from a kid coming from Mark in Illinois. That's a lot of money to give up. But Jerry Rice did that slant, and I got a chance to hit him. And I tell you, Dan, I would have spent a half a million bucks on that just to get a chance to knock his freaking head off. As much as I love Jerry Rice. <laughs> It was awesome. But but why do you want to light up Jerry Rice? Because he's the enemy. He's the receiver. All offensive players are the enemy. You know that. And I love Jerry <laughs> Rice. I mean, I got a chance as a young player to see him practice and practice against the San Francisco 49ers and his work ethic and discipline. 
But when it came down to that game, I was not afraid to, um, of Jerry Rice, and I wanted him to know my name. Did you need to get fined? Should you have been fined for the hit? No, I don't think so. I mean, if anything, <laughs> it, it should have been like a – but you know what, Dan? I had a reputation, and, you know, people at the front office really, you know, they had it – kind of had it out for me, and it was all good. Like I said, you can't miss something that you never had. But do you write a check to the NFL back then, or they take it just out of your your – is it like direct withdrawal? Well, they just you just don't collect the check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at your bank account and you see all those zeros, <laughs> and then you see no zeros. <laughs> were you, Were you married at the time? Um, ninety eight. No, I wasn't. I wasn't married, but you know, I had mom that I was taking care of and stuff like that. And I told her I was like, mom. Listen, I said, I got, hey, I got some money. I got a little money. (laughs) And I, and I would have a lot more money if I didn't keep hitting guys. Hey, but you know what, Dan, you know, you can't, you can't slow a guy like me down. You know, obviously I have to play smarter at times, but you always want a young guy that's hungry, that's physical to, to kind of do their thing. But you couldn't play like that now. Yeah, and I probably would have lasted 20 years, too. I mean, think about it. The guys are getting paid a heck of a lot more money. You can't hit. Just watch when they play. They don't even tackle anymore. They tackle the football. They just tackle the football. And everybody tries to go for the football, and then the convoy just goes 5, 10, 15 yards right into the end zone. It's crazy. It's different the way they play football now. Yeah, and the role of the safety. Like, it feels like the role that – although Jamal Adams does play with the physicality there, but – you know, the days of Ronnie Lott, those are long gone, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I see referees or officials calling flags, and it's not even a legal hit, but it's because of the severity of the hit, how hard someone hit. Now, you can hit the guy the same way, but if you kind of just hit him and lay him down, it won't be a flag. But if you just absolutely run through him, they're throwing flags from everywhere. And it's like, it has to be an egregious hit. It can't be just because it's a very physical hit you're throwing flags. Who was that running back when he came through? It was like, this is going to hurt. Brandon Jacobs, Jamal Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I was a young, young player with Barry Sanders. He juked me one time at the goal line, stuck his head down, ran me over on Monday Night Football, and ran me over. And that was my introduction to the league. And after that, Dan, I said, I'm going to do more squats. I'm going to do. I'm gonna get my legs stronger because he embarrassed me as a young player. Barry embarrassed a lot of people. Yes, he did. But it, it was fantastic, man. Hey, tell everybody I said hello. Always great to talk to you. Hope family's great, buddy. You too, buddy. Good to see you. Thank, Thank you, you, Fritz. That's uh, Rodney Harrison, NBC Football Night in America, and uh, won two Super Bowls with the Patriots, and I believe one of two players, I mention this every time he comes on, with at least 30 sacks and 30 interceptions. The other player, Ray Lewis. Take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
67-65, second free throw, no good off the front rim. Dickinson the rebound, throws it down court, and that is it. 32 and a half years after Seton Hall lost in debilitating fashion in the national championship game, they finally get themselves a victory against Michigan. The first time Seton Hall has ever beaten a top five non-conference opponent on the road as Seton Hall comes from 11 points down in the second half to win at Chrysler Arena in Ann Arbor. They defeat number four Michigan, 67-65. Look out, world. Seton Hall has got it going on. That's courtesy of Learfield Sports, our Discover Moment of the Week. Real credit card questions require real people, somebody who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. I don't know if Lookout World, that's Seton Hall, here they come. But you do get some of these upsets in the beginning of the year. I watched BYU against Oregon, and that wasn't close at all. BYU blew them out by 30. There's certain games where you go, okay, all right, that makes sense. You know, I was watching Howard against Villanova. Yeah, I had one of those nights where after Steph Curry was lighting up the nets, I'm like, what else is there to watch? And I started going through all of these college games, and I thought, all right, Howard, haven't been to the NCAA tournament in 30 years. Let's tune in and see how they're doing against Villanova. I love DirecTV when they have that, you know, the, the, the sports channels. I think it's like 6.02, and then you just go, let me put it on the guide, and I just go down, and I go, all right, let me see. What do we have here? Uh, Duke against Gardner-Webb. Sure. Let me watch Gardner-Webb against Duke. Yeah, Paul. The announcer, though, made it sound like uh, Seton Hall beating Michigan in a November game makes mm-hmm. up for the loss in the finals 30 years ago. <laughs> like, All is well with Seton Hall fans. It, you know, it's still too soon when you talk to Seton Hall fans about the loss against Michigan. Seton you mean O'Connor. John Clockerty calling that garbage <laughs> foul? Yeah, I remember. It's funny because I all know. day yesterday I had Michigan fans just blowing up my uh, social media with video clips of that oh. game. They're like, dang, man, you guys suck. Ramil Robinson. Ramil Robinson. Yeah. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. John in Cincinnati. Hey, John, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Well, I got a couple uh, points here or, or topics for you. So the, okay. the whole stadium sponsorship thing, being here in Cincinnati, you, back in the day we had Synergy Field. Yeah. I never really understood what my energy company needed to do. Like, I'm going to buy the electric. I don't, I don't, I don't have a choice. A lot of competition. <laughs> right. But, uh, but speaking of Synergy Field, September 11th, 1985, Pete Rose hit 4192. My family and I were there. And uh, – my stepdad bought the tickets. He was he kept trying to like get better seats all day. We ended up getting well, I guess air quotes stuck with eight tickets that we now have that are untorn, oh, unused to awesome. the Pete Rose forty one ninety two game. That's awesome, awesome. Thank you, John. Um, I'm trying to think if I saw anything that I went to the Rick Wise. Rick Wise hit. Um, a grand slam or two grand slams against the Cincinnati Reds. I'm trying to think what that game was, but I remember it might have been 1969. I, I was at a game with Rick Wise, and he he hit two home runs in the game. Maybe there was a grand slam in there, and uh, 
beat the Cincinnati Reds. I was there for Kenny Holtzman's no-hitter, the Cubs against the Reds. Yeah, McLovin. 1971, two homers and a no-no. Yeah. And you know what? No-nos aren't any fun until around the seventh inning, and then they get really interesting. And that was the case when, you know, the Cubs were playing the Reds, and you're like, this isn't really interesting. And then all of a sudden, I remember Johnny Bench trying to bunt to get on. And I was like, this was, because this is a big red machine. Big red machine doesn't get no hit. And uh, Kenny Holtzman of the Chicago Cubs. Yes, Todd? If you're at the game, would you rather see the no hitter be done one out in the seventh inning as opposed to two outs in the ninth, where you got your hopes up all the way till the end and some little dribbler infield hit was run out or something to end the no hitter? Oh, I'd rather have it go all the way as far as you can. You know, you get to the ninth inning, there's just something about it where you're just like, man, this is, this is awesome. And uh, I remember Tom Seaver would lose no hitters in the ninth inning. One out, two outs. I think he lost one. Jimmy Qualls for the Chicago Cubs might have been a guy who broke up a no hitter. for. And usually it's a random guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he's not going to get a hit and then ends up getting a hit. And you're like, that guy of all people. By the way, the uh, Tom Brady show, Man in the Arena, debuted on ESPN Plus last night. It's entertaining insightful it's maybe tom's version of the last dance i don't know man in the arena i don't know if it'll have an impact like the last dance i don't know if there's anything controversial there but you know tom's got his fingerprints all over this yeah mclovin what'd you think yeah it feels like the last dance but nobody cares about it in the sense that like he didn't need like jordan's was you can explain to me why was jordan's last dance so controversial polarizing this is the same kind of film i saw the first episode well you had a new generation that like there's no separation with tom he's still playing if if this is 10 years from now and patrick mahomes has six super bowl wins then you know does brady put something out teammates talk about how great brady was then maybe you have some controversy here but there's no unless tom turns on bill belichick there's no controversy here I mean, think about what happened with The Last Dance. Mike, all of his stories, uh, you know, Dennis, his stories, Phil Jackson's role. You also had the Tony Kukoc, Scotty Pippen, Scotty with his contract that Michael made fun of. Uh, you know, Scotty has since come out and said that Phil Jackson was a racist. Like, there's, there's a whole lot going on there. And these guys were awesome. They were a dynasty. Yes, yeah, Eden. And it's not like there was really, there probably hasn't been enough time for the legend of these things to keep building and building and building. I get like to say like the tuck rule game was a long time ago, but a lot of the people that were involved in that are still actively playing and coaching. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's a little too recent history in a way. If you went 10 years down the road with Brady and he talked about Deflategate and he talked about Spygate and he was honest about that and he talked about Belichick and he talked about Randy Moss or Julian Edelman or go down the list of things that maybe or opponents that he played against, then you might have something there. I think there might be a documentary in the works on Joe Montana, but I don't know if there's enough there where is Joe going to be critical of the Niners with Steve? Like, you know, do I want to watch a documentary with Joe Montana? No, unless there's something that's there of substance, but there is a, a big enough separation from when Joe played, to reintroduce a whole new generation to Joe. Yeah, Paul. I kind of disagree with you guys. I'm glad there's a Tom Brady documentary. There's really no outlet out there to 
learn about him or hear about him on a weekly basis and get Brady coverage. I mean, yeah. this guy is a hidden gem. Yeah, he's been quiet the last uh, year and a half. So, And plus, how can you get enough of the storyline of a guy overcoming yeah. uh, average yeah. averageosity? Yeah, averageosity. Averageosity. Average, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. One takeaway last night, it was Drew Bledsoe was a, people forget, he was really, really good and he flat out lost his job. That was sort of the theme of episode one. And it's weird, like... I don't know if you remember like your thoughts on that at the time, but it's kind of wild to think Drew Bledsoe as a pro bowler could lose his job. I remember after the Super Bowl win, and I remember having guests on that next day saying, is Tom Brady going to be the quarterback of the future for the Patriots? It was a real story because he wasn't great. He had one drive, and Adam Vinatieri kicked the game-winning field goal. Yes, he Drew, Bre- Drew Bledsoe probably doesn't get enough credit for uh, how he's handled his role in Tom Brady's career. Yeah, right. He, that That is a tough situation to be in that a lot of people could be really kind of nasty about. But he really accepts that place. You know what helps? He got paid over $100 million. Okay. That yeah. helps. That, uh, that does help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Paulie. Brady in that Super Bowl, 2 against the Rams. He was 16 to 27 for 145 yards passing and a touchdown. Yeah. He did what he needed to do. When he needed to do it, kick the game-winning field goal. One hour left in this award-nominated program. Oh, our good buddy Nick Wright's going to join us coming up. One more item. We close out hour two. Aging can make it tough to lose weight and then keep it off. That's why M-Drive has come to the rescue. And a new product, M-Drive Lean. Powerful protein supplement for driven guys who want to lose weight, look good, and perform at their best no matter what their age is. M-Drive Lean is the first of its kind. Protein powder formulated with Morisil, which is a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. It's weight loss backed by real science to help fuel your daily drive. Visit mdrivedan.com and try it for yourself you get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. It's not easy to lose weight when you get older. Visit mdrivedan.com and try mdrive lean, shed the extra pounds, feel good, perform at your very best every single day. So that's the great combination. Lose weight and feel good. mdrive lean, don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com, mdrivedan.com, and refine your prime with mdrive. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.